Benvolio and Rosalind are on the lamb, and Princess Isabella is trying to save her virtue. We're talking all about episode five, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What song do we got? Oh! <laughs> what a nice surprise! That was amazing! Hey, shout out to our engineer, Bree. <laughs> she was with awesome. the On the nose with that one. That's perfect. <laughs> Way better than the Like song. a virgin. And luckily, we still have a virgin. We do! We still show. have a virgin. She saved her virtue. She's a cunning little girl, isn't she? Yeah, I mean, she's got all the moves, and I admire her for it. Very clever. I mean, anyone that can cut their leg to make sure that they don't lose their virginity is kudos. Dedicated. To them, dedication. Hey, guys, welcome to Episode 5, Season 1 of Still Star Cross. My name is Candice Cruz, and you can find me on all of my social media at Candice R. Cruz. What's going on, everybody? I'm Olivia Gabre. You can hit me up at the real OG, the real underscore O underscore G. Girl, this episode though. <laughs> I don't know. It was just, uh, you know what? It's been such like hype the last few episodes, and this one was kind of just like coasting. I guess almost uh, for me. A little, a little predictable, I'd say. Yeah, I was waiting for a couple people to get killed. There are a couple moments where I was like, "Oh, someone's gonna get." Okay, no, they didn't die. Yeah. So I mean, for plot's sake, I think that. Everyone has to be alive. Otherwise, they have nothing left. Yeah, they've already killed really off everybody else. Left to talk there's about. not many more people to die. Um, but, you know, we've got Benvolio and Rosalind on the lam. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw a love connection going on between the two of them. Oh, yeah. They're, def- they're definitely uh, feeling each other. From the moment that he was warming her up on the hillside, you know, Which when they're sitting cute. close. It was No, it was cute. Like, I'm not hating on it, but it's... You definitely a little little feelings in the air a there. Something, something there. Yeah. You know what though? I have to say about Rosalind, as much as I love her, and she's like feminism to the max. Mm-hmm. And I love her. She repeats herself an awful lot. I think that she's just trying to get her. She's her trying to make across. a point, and I'm not even sure if she's trying to convince Benfolio or <laughs> she's trying to convince herself. Yes. But um, you know, she's she's made her point. She's sticking to it for the most part. For, for now. The most part. Yeah, I mean, I I feel for Benvolio for the more than anything. Like as much as I hate Rosalind repeating herself, I feel for him because he's just like, woman, just come with me. Yeah, keep me safe. Otherwise, I'm going to die. Like basic necessities here. Yeah, you live or die. That that's really is what it's come down to at mm-hmm. this point. I feel I do feel bad for him because his life is on the line, and. I mean, he says, like, he says, you know, this could be the last time I do this. This could be the last time I do that. He, he's very aware of the situation that he's got himself in. Well, not even that he got himself in. He, that someone, somebody put him got, in. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Exactly. Completely. Well, I mean, him running up to ask for sanctuary. I was waiting for it to be Friar Lawrence opening the door. And then it just, you know. Yeah, right. I didn't know that uh, it was that easy, though. But they still swerved him at the door. The only time I ever heard about Sanctuary, and I know this is going to be a little cheesy recap, but um, was uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, really? Where um, I don't even remember that movie. You don't? I mean, I remember its existence, but I don't remember well, the plot Well, it was like, during all. the same time period. That's why I'm bringing uh-huh. it up. But Esmeralda goes to ask for Sanctuary, and that's the only time I've ever mm-hmm. heard anything like Sanctuary. So 
I guess even if you murder someone, you can get away with it back in those days. Eh. Eh. That's kind of, I mean, that's kind of cool. Kind of not at the same time. <laughs> you could just kill someone and be like, okay, I could just like ask for sanctuary. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, fine. Just get away with it. I mean, they didn't have DNA or anything like back then. Oh, that's so true. That is true. You could get away with it. How to get away with murder. Oh, see? Tying it with another Shonda Hunter show. <laughs> there you go. I see what they did you there. See what she did there. To ask for a sanctuary. <laughs> ask for a sanctuary. That's what we should tell. Um, should the incorporate in the next yeah, show. Yeah, in the next show. We should incorporate that asking for sanctuary. But he asked for sanctuary and gets it. And they end up finding Friar Lawrence laying down on the ground from what they see dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, first it was too on the nose for me personally. They, but the are they knights or what exactly is the correct of who's at the church? I believe they're monks. No, no, but the people that are like hunting Benvolio. Oh, so they're being hunted by. From what I understood at the beginning of the episode, which completely changed by the end of the episode, mm-hmm. was that they were knights under the rule of Prince Escalus, right? Searching for him to bring him in to kill him. Mm-hmm. So they found when they found Friar Lawrence, it's just like the timing of everything. Of course, all of a sudden the knights came looking for Benvolio and looking for Rosalind. Um, and Friar Lawrence like kind of swerved them, stood stood up for them a little bit, but then they. I mean, how was he able to even keep them safe and not keep them from being found? I don't even. Th- it wasn't even Friar Lawrence. Friar Lawrence was hiding. Oh, what? So it who was, was that other, person? I don't know what his name oh, is. Okay. He's a friar. That's all I know. So and he saved them, and Friar Lawrence was passed out the entire time because he knew that they were there, and he didn't want anything to be. Yeah, so Friar Lawrence, he once he involved. wakes up, he basically said, I saw you guys coming, so yeah. I took that to save myself. Mm-hmm. But it was the other friar that originally denied him oh, okay. sanctuary that ended up saving him. I see. Yeah, so, and it was it was like, it was funny because Benvolio just thought he was dead, but Rosalind knew. How, she knew his game. And that he took he took the potion, the same exact potion that he gave Juliet in the beginning. So they knew that he would wake up. But that is some potion that straight up kills you. Well, it's basically like a heartbeat. That modern day anesthesia. Yeah, I guess. If you really think about it, I mean, you would assume someone under anesthesia was dead. Yeah, but when you have anesthesia, like, does your, your pulse stop? Your pulse is still there, I believe, but it's like slowed down. Mm. So, I mean, not exactly the same thing, but... Yeah. This is some witchcraft type. That's what she friends <laughs> them with, too. It's like, yeah. you know, I can... You have a draught to bring back the dead. That's witchcraft. But he had, he had some uh, information for them regarding Livia and... Um, Paris. Paris. Count which Paris. was something we already kind of knew from last episode. But how does he know? Did he just witness it? And no. That's was, remember the, the nurse went in and confessed to him. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. that's right. But he didn't really, to be honest, didn't give them much to work with. Like, you know, other than the fact that we knew, pa- like, this was news to Rosalind that Paris is alive mm-hmm. and that Livy is helping. Like, Friar Lawrence didn't have much more information other than that fact. Well, they knew that they they were working together and they were using Livia as the source of information to... Right. They were using her as the headline of what he told them. And that was enough for Rosalind to act on it because we already knew how much she cared about 
her sister and she had to get back no matter what. And of course. And we know what Lady Capulet's capable of. Exactly. So. And so does she. So she wasn't really concerned with the how or the what. It was just, you know, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And Benvolio... Like follow oh, her. I just love him so much. He's a stand-up guy. He's, He's a, a great stand-up guy. guy, and he loves her. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, he does. He loves her, and he is trying his damnedest for mm-hmm. everything. Like he's like doing everything he can to protect her, to keep his name clean, like everything. He's trying to play by the book, and no one will let him play by the book. Yeah, the cards are pretty stacked against him in every in every situation mm-hmm. of his life, whether it's his family, whether it's his relationship, whether it's just his life in general, he's guilty by all accounts no matter what. I mean, if he goes back, which we don't know what happens where, you know, Rosalind leaves him, mm-hmm. um, like, it could not be Prince Escalus that kills him. It could be his very own family. From the right. way that I was understanding, they're, like, wanting to turn him in. You know what I mean? Yeah. I to mean, keep within the prince's good graces. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, we already know of the law that the prince has and, well, that his father had and he's trying to keep is, like, mm-hmm. if any member from any of the families kills another, some, yeah, another then other. they have to be killed themselves. Yeah. No matter what. And we obviously know that the prince is on a power trip. So even if it's not 100% evident, which I mean, if you were an outsider looking at the situation, it obviously would look like he was guilty. Right. But um, he ha- he has to act on it no matter what. And so he has to kill Benvolio. And not for nothing, but he's already kind of hating Benvolio anyway because he loves Rosalind. But that's his own fault. I'm sorry. I know. Like, Princess Glass, come on. You did all of this to your own doing. I know. Like, I think he's just trying to... I think he was almost happy mm-hmm. that Benvolio was guilty because then he had a reason to kind of... Oh, yeah, exactly. Sneak he in is, on the slide. This and, is his moment. Yeah. And he was, he was excited for it. But, but I really love Benvolio and... Um, they obviously, I mean, we established trust between the two of them mm. already, and now they're headed back, and he knows how much of a risk it is to go back, but he won't le- let her be alone. And so when they get to that, I mean, it's uh, it's not a hotel. <laughs> they don't have hotels, but whatever the Motel, place. house, Yeah, hostel. like, whatever they were staying <sighs> in, um, it was very evident that they had... A love for each other, and you know, I, I kind of wish something would have happened. I thought it something was going to happen, like a kiss or something. When you he know? was in the bath and she oh. was like checking him out, I was like, "Yes, I mean, girl, yes, girl, <laughs> yes." You should. We yes. got the ab shot in there. I was like, "Oh, yeah. okay. oh, in the arms, yeah, and reaching out." It's great. She no, wanted I mean, it. She saw the booty. She, I think she saw more she, than we that. Saw, booty. We saw her face. We know what she was thinking, and of course, she couldn't hide the. Yeah. Noise. And he knew that she oh, knew. Oh, he made that mm-hmm. smirk. Yeah. But but I was waiting for a little... Still nothing. ...smoocheroo or something. Because, of course, in that time, virtue, you know, kissing is about all you get. Yeah. I know. I mean, unless you're a prostitute. We already knew that Benfolio already gave it up multiple times. Benfolio has no problem this, with this that. This is a world you know? he's familiar with. But, but the fact that he Rosalind. also respects jo- uh, Jocelyn, Rosalind. I know, yeah. And her virtue and respects nice. her as a person. It's very nice and it's respectable. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, regardless of who he slept with in the past or what all he's done, it's like with his own life, he is still, like you said, a stand-up guy. Yep. 
Yeah. But I mean, Rosalind, she's she's got her own agenda. She really, I think at the same time, she, you see her love because she is willing to leave and save him by leaving him behind and turning mm-hmm. herself in of sorts. I mean, what are the consequences of, she did say that, you know, her family would have no use for her anymore because she ran away with the guy and they she can't be married off. Well, she, she thinks that there won't be any, there, there will be consequences, but on Verona's end, they thought that Benvolio kidnapped her. Oh, that's true. So technically, she's in the clear. I know, but I don't really think that she, when she gets back, and obviously they're going to have questions for her, mm-hmm. I don't see her blaming it on him. Oh, no. I think she'll definitely be like, listen. Try to clear his away. name. Yeah, I ran away with him. Mm-hmm. If he's smart, he doesn't come back for her. He's not going to be smart, is he? Do you think that he'll come back for her? Oh, yeah. Like, specifically for her. Yeah. Like, to do what, though? To take her and, like, get on the run I think he's going to realize his love for her. Sorry. I yeah. just have this, like, hope that the I two mean, of them will okay. end up together. First of all, this so, is, like, a Romeo and Juliet spinoff. So, uh, something has to be... Of course, something like yeah, that. Something has oh, to God, be drastic no. on love. What if both of them die, too? Oh. You did say it's a spinoff. Wow. You, that's a large possibility. It could easily be. Because they're be. both just so unhappy with the way like life's <laughs> going now that it is it is a possibility. But I would like to think that they're both like, they're both extremely strong characters. So I would yeah. hope that wouldn't be the uh, end goal. But, you know, you're right. Because what does Benvolio have now? Nothing. He's nothing. Alone. Legitimately nothing. We don't know what happened to his parents. Mm-hmm. His parents are gone. Now, his uncle has betrayed him, mm-hmm. who was his only confidant. Uh, the prostitute that he was in love with, Stella, is no longer on his side and turned him in. Mm-hmm. Like, he literally has no one other than Rosalind. And, and he then said Ros- that. Yeah. And then Rosalind is now, like... Trying to save him, yes, but leaving him too, like, but for a for a good reason. Her sister is in a lot of trouble, and she doesn't even know it. Yeah, and Rosalind is the only one that really has the information about that. Which was a weird twist at the end. I'm gonna. I I feel like we might as well finish up the whole mm-hmm. Rosalind Mavolio conversation before we switch on yeah, to yeah. the princess. But like. The twist of having Paris there greeting her rather than Aeschylus. I mean, what did you think about that? Because I have no idea what the hell is going on. He's a sketchy, sketchy dude. Well, I mean, she knows knows that that's the name of the person that is... That's the name that the friar gave her. So, like, what's his role in all this? I don't know. And if it wasn't for the trailer afterwards, to be honest, I was literally left like... What the hell just happened? Well, I didn't because even see the trailer. The trailer afterwards basically shows that, like, and I'm not spoiling anything because it clearly says the trailer at the end. Yeah, Looking so we're forward just going to gonna tell Saturday. you because You're this has happened now. to me before. We're mentioning something in the trailer. It's happening next episode. Okay. Yeah, so this is all we know. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer if you don't want to know, don't watch. But they show where Prince Aeschylus is running and trying to find Benvolio. So he, all I know from the trailer is that. He left Count Paris in charge while Aeschylus went off to find Benvolio himself because Mm -hmm. he was mad at Benvolio for kidnapping, under his understanding, Rosalind and stealing her virtue. So he's trying to be the almighty trying to find Rosalind. And that sucks because when Rosalind comes back and relays the message that that never happened, 
the princes are yeah. gone. Back then, there was no texting. Yeah, like, it's not you're like done. You hit if him there's up a mistake, like, it's like, oops. Actually, Sorry. no. Yeah, no. And it's already executed. But. So that's all I know. The fact that Paris is back in action, it's like, well, now it's revealed to the public that he was like nurse back. Like, yeah, of course. Did, did people know that he was. He was hurt. I don't even think people knew about Count Paris, to be honest with you, because he was being brought in to be engaged to Juliet. They never Mm -hmm. had any time to, like, introduce them as a couple. You know what I'm thinking? Or anything else, you know what I mean? Because Verona is so caught up in creating these foreign relationships, Mm -hmm. I wonder if she nursed him back to health so he could, like, enter on behalf of wherever it is that he's from and trick the prince into thinking that he was doing him a favor and of course in the prince's eyes he's like okay we really need relationships with other parts of italy because obviously it's suffering um with venice and other places and this was his lane so he left him in charge and i'm wondering like okay so we all we know really is that count paris and lady capulet are working together Mm mm-hmm my question is, why is Lady Capulet trying to get Count Paris within the castle? Like, are the Capulets trying to take over the monarchy? Mm-hmm. Are they trying to take over the crown? Are they... Like, what's the end game here? What's I going on? I don't even on? know. I have like, no idea. Do you really think it's a Capulet thing, though? Because she's not even... I feel like she doesn't even care about the Capulet name, whatever. I think she's only really looking out for herself. So she personally has to benefit from this, from this, some of course, way or another. But at the same time, it's like, why? Oh, what if it's because she? Number one, she hates Rosalind. She mm-hmm. thinks Rosalind's to blame for the death of Juliet. I'm wondering if she thinks that Count Paris being in the position of power, she ultimately ha- would have the right to say to kill Rosalind. Because if Prince Aeschylus is in the seat, he never would. He never would. Yeah. That could be my only, like, motivation and, that I could find, to be honest with you. And what I want to know what Paris can get out of all of this. Like, why... Yeah, he already he, had his own crown, from yeah, what I understood. Why or is some he type of, putting up with all of this? He has to get something out of it as well. Something. Like, I really have no idea. Maybe him and Lady Capulet are in love or something. Maybe a twisted story plot. Yeah, I don't know. True. Maybe. Anything could happen. I mean, I did for another part of the trailer was she said, don't you want the crown or something to that nature. Oh, okay. So they, I know that they're working together. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea where it's going to go. But it, it leaves a nice open-ended question. But at least Rosalind did have that fair warning from Friar Lawrence. Yeah, so she knows she what's knows going what to, on. Yeah, keep from him and make sure she's playing the game properly. Right, and now, so the prince is gone, and Count Paris is in charge of uh, Verona because mm-hmm. the princess is gone as well. So neither of them are there to hold down the fort. He's there, and now the princess is off dealing with some other. Yeah, and when people are gone, they're not gone for like a day or two. They're gone for like. A month. Well, we know that she was gone for a little extra time for certain reasons. <laughs> yeah, her certain reasons being, I mean, she had to get a little manipulation in there. Yeah, and... With the doge. So I guess we can, I mean, the girl kudos, like I said at the beginning, like she cut her leg. 
in order to make sure she could get out of sleeping with the doge. Yeah, he's a uh, he's something else. He's a snake. I mean, number one, her walking in on him and what would we call his little soiree with those women? I don't even know. Well, because it's nothing similar to to what we would have in these times. I don't know. It was just so if you odd. had some women all up there. They probably wouldn't be wearing that. And no. I don't know if you would have someone feeding you grapes. Maybe they would be <laughs> giving you something else instead. I don't know. But, I mean, he's laying in his, like, sleeping gown still. Mm-hmm. And he walks in as if he acts like it's nothing wrong. Like, Well, she was definitely expecting for it to be a situation different than what she... Than obviously what yeah. she encountered. She walked up in there like a boss, ready to kill it and take... Um, Take advice from who was it? The aunt, um, Lady Mont, Lady Montague, yes, the sister. And she thought she was going to be able to just roll up in there and use her womanhood mm-hmm. to manipulate him into signing a treaty to make sure that the two lands would, you know, be okay, united, yeah, and united. And um, that just wasn't the case. And it seems that Venice is a lot different than Verona. Well, yeah, of course. A, a lot and different. Beginning with the fact that they don't have a crown. They have a doge, right. which is essentially the ruler, but there's but he's not elected, like, isn't he? No. Were they elected? I don't I don't know exactly how the royalty works there. I just know that there's not a queen. Mm-hmm. There's not like a high you know what I mean? There yeah. It's it's a different it's a different way, but because he's the one and only man in power because he's twisted, the you whole know, whole other shit's twisted. twisted. And, I mean, Venice is known for its art and its um, romanticism and everything else. So I feel like it definitely fits with what the idea around Venice mm-hmm. is. It's very much pleasure-based is what yeah. they, um, what was her name? V- Hold on, I have her name. I think it starts with a V. I want to say, it, but I want to be wrong. <laughs> Guess Veronica. <laughs> oh no, yeah, I can't find it. Valentina. Oh, Valentina. Not Veronica. Valentina. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was a V. It was a, a V. A it's a V. Um, but you know, Valentina is even says you know everything has its price and. The Doge is definitely anything that he wants, Mm -hmm. he gets, essentially. Right. And you could tell he was kind of a brat. Kind of? No, he was a huge brat. He's a huge brat. He's a huge asshole. (laughs) But But it was interesting to me. I mean, I've I've always wondered what happened back in those days of when it came to a woman's Mm -hmm. time of the month. Clearly, it is not... A good thing at all in his eyes. Well, I mean, why would it be if he, we? It was clear what his motive was. Of course, it was. Yeah, he I mean, we're not cutting corners around that at all. And uh, you know, when it's when it's that time as a woman, it might be gross for a man to deal. And you know, yes. sometimes it's not, but sometimes it is. <laughs> but clearly, and the he Doge wasn't down does for not it. like it at all, and he was pretty disgusted by it. But you know, props to her though, because that was a really mm-hmm. good idea. But when Valentina walked in and said that they found John the sheets 
whatever, whatever. I almost thought that she was in on it and she was like doing it to so save too. her. And I was like, okay, a little, you know, camaraderie here. Yeah, power. we got no. like girls looking out for girls. I respect it, but uh, Valentina was not who. I was expecting her to be at all. Her no. loyalty was completely to the Doge. Well, at this point in time, right. we thought it was completely to him. Not gonna lie, I loved this character. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she, she gave such fierce. a twist to it because we've had so many of the same characters, mm-hmm. and not to say that it was predictable, but in a sense, like she definitely brought a little bit of spice right. to the episode, but. Um. Yeah, her whole dynamic with the princess. She clearly felt like she was superior than the princess. I mean, at that the entire time. She she was though. Well, cuz the princess is a princess but not in Venice. No, that's true, yeah. She doesn't and I think that was a hard adjustment for her to make because she's so used to having so much power and you know, reigning over an entire land and then she gets this place that's completely out of her comfort zone there's this perverted man that's running the land and running all the woman the women but she comes from a place where she sits on the throne and you know she's not the one that's completely in charge of the power but she basically is because she just tells her brother to do whatever she thinks is best and virtue is her to be honest her only currency Mm -hmm. because she she says it herself she has everything in the world yeah like she could want for nothing but the only thing that is of value to her is her virtue in being able to produce an heir. Mm-hmm. And, you know, clearly they just didn't care about that. Well, they said, all. you know, you could still produce an heir. But her point was that w- no man is going to want, want an her. unpure woman. Yeah. Which and my question, too, is bad. maybe this is me being naive. But how would anybody know? Well, you know. We could talk about it after. But. No, I know, but like I, I'm saying, like if you really think about it, like if she just lied to whoever came along, unless the Doge goes off and runs his big mouth, like she could easily just lie. Well, because I think the fur. I don't even know if this is like scientifically true, but. When you do do it the first time, something happens that doesn't happen all the other times. Right, supposedly. but if she's smart enough to cut her leg, yeah, okay, okay, girl she could, could make easily it make it like. But I'm, I mean, she was very intelligent and very like conniving to figure out a way to still get out of it. She ultimately got out of all of it, right, and made a friend she, along the way. Exactly, and um, it was just she. She thought that money could buy anything, and up until this point in her life, that's probably how things mm-hmm. were. But obviously, it was very clear that Valentina didn't need money, and she said it herself. You know, I do- she had she too also has everything, and she had to give up her virtue to have what she had. So she didn't really have any sympathy no. for the princess in that way. Um, and if you're gonna bribe someone, don't lowball them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta st- you gotta start high, or just think of something that would have been of value to her. If you see that she already has all the riches in Why this fabulous this fabulous life, exactly. She doesn't. That's not something that she necessarily needs right. at this point. But I knew that she wasn't going to go for it. But that dinner was not something that I expected either. No, 
I did not expect her to go over and just basically say, hey, this is what she offered and be me. A and throw her under the, yeah. But I didn't think that the Doge was going to react in that way either. I thought the consequences were going to be much harsher yeah. than just, like, talking shit for a little bit. But his line about, like, may I remind you why you're here, that uh-huh. you killed my brother and I could slaughter tons of your people or kill your brother mm-hmm. for revenge, like, that's intense. Yeah. That but it's little, true. I mean, it's they true, could, but that's just, something that's like war worthy. Of course, yeah. If you kill someone who's of, ro- I mean, not literally royalty, but of royal blood. Yeah, the uh, reigning yeah. power of that land, and another land is responsible for it. Like that's huge. Mm-hmm. What if another country came in and killed our president? Of course, there would be repercussions and war. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But you know what I do I did enjoy too with you know not only did Princess Isabella have like her like intelligent little games that mm-hmm. she played but her friend Helena stepped up to the plate. Yeah, she did. But am I the only one that saw a little love connection there? Oh, you you think there's a little some some? Yes. Yeah, you know now that you say that I I could see that. I was waiting for it because I was like, oh my god, this would be one other twist that they're bringing into this whole show. But you know, and at that time, that was probably extremely taboo to even oh, think course. about or even dream about. Of course, but I mean, there's no doubt that it happened. Yeah, no, of like, course. Like, I guarantee. But just, like, the moments that they looked at each other and held hands and their part oh, yeah, they was were, when it finally... You know, they were holding hands for, like, you know when it just happens for, like, that moment and it's too almost long. like... moment too long. Yes, yes. It's like you get to that point where it's just, like, a second too long where it's awkward and you're... It's, like, intentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. And I was just waiting for it. And her eyes, like Helena's eyes when she was leaving, I was literally like, just take her with her. Mm -hmm. Just take her with her. I thought she was going to offer her to come with her because then she wouldn't have to be... What exactly is a lady-in-waiting? So back then, the princess did not have to raise a finger. Okay. Her ladies-in-waiting would dress her, would bathe her, or do everything for her. She would never have to do... She could sit on the couch for all her life Mm -hmm. and never do a thing. And the ladies-in-waiting would do all of it. I need to find me some ladies-in-waiting. Right? (laughs) But they're typically, like, they're the women that spend the most time with her. So they are ladies of a higher stature. They're Mm -hmm. not servants. They are ladies that are, you know, of high hierarchy within the palace or within the, the realm of the the town or whatever and they are like her confidants and her best friends okay so they're getting paid to be her best friend yeah essentially and i mean they probably live very comfortable life yeah luxuriously underneath a princess Mm -hmm. okay so but i mean even she she explained too which brings into the whole doge like running the palace by himself Mm -hmm. is that there is no woman of venice that she is specifically ladies-in-waiting for the visiting ladies from mm-hmm. other towns. So I'm wondering how many princesses. Well, she said there's a lot of foreign women that come in and out of there. Mm-hmm. You know, that is one one hell of a castle in, in Venice. Yeah. Yep, it is. <laughs> but, she, you know, she was smart to find another way because mm-hmm. she truly didn't want to have to give up her virtue so she sent her friend in to find the journal because she knew she saw um valentina writing in a journal when she entered her room so she took note of that but instead 
uh, she found the coins from Milan. Mm-hmm. Which I loved her story. Mm-hmm. I love uh, Princess Isabella and her, like, she is a great conversationalist. Mm-hmm. Um, of her telling the story of, you know, we had a traitor among our mitts and we found these coins. Right, and, and that probably town. did really happen because how else would she know what the what, what the meant. value of the coin was? But it was interesting because he had mentioned something about um, the papal states being papal ahead states. of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always. So she heard that, overheard that at dinner. So clearly she understood. And put the pieces together. together. Correct. Yeah. She's quick. Yeah, she is. So she got away, and most importantly, now there's a treaty between Verona and Venice, Mm -hmm. so they cannot go to war. And that was her goal the entire time. Mm -hmm. Because, again, the Doge's brother was killed in Verona, so there was a huge possibility that Venice and Verona could have large issues. Of course. But now that's a check. That's one land that they don't have to worry about. Mm -hmm. Now, bringing it full circle, what do you think is your prediction for when Princess Isabella returns to Verona now that Count Paris is in position and Princess Alice is gone? I think she's too smart. And because she has a relationship with Rosalind, I think the two of... Even if the two of them aren't working together, I think Isabella is probably going to realize that something's off with Paris. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of them uniting. Either that, oh, yeah, for a I common do, goal, regardless of. What I that do is. like that, but what is Paris's in to the crown? Uh, it's Isabella. Like, what if yeah. he's going to try to? Sway her, have a her. relationship with her mm. to get what he wants. And also, I'm kind of confused with the timelines, too. Are Is Count Paris in position while Princess Isabella is in Venice? Yeah. So, when she returns, is all this going to have been happening for a while with Count Paris? Well, it depends how long it takes her to return, because, again, she has to, like, return by horse. <laughs> so, so, it takes weeks. She's not going to take... You know, from Venice to Verona, I don't know how far apart that is to get there these days, but it's definitely not. It's definitely not a quick trip, you know. Could you imagine like having to travel everywhere within like? Yeah, it's a, it takes a long time. So he's taking charge, and I'm. I would imagine that she wouldn't be happy about that because she likes to have complete control and power over everything. Having this foreign man be in charge of all this is probably going to seem bizarre to her. And I wonder under what circumstances Prince Aeschylus allowed that to be possible. That's true. And on top of it, she is a woman. Mm -hmm. As much as there is feminism in this show, I mean... In real, real talk, real time, mm-hmm. like the princess can't rule anything without. Yeah, but she knows so. that. That's why she kept putting so much emphasis on having a baby because that was that's her all only that she, way. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot to be said for the next episode. I mean, we know that Princess Calissa and Benvolio are going to have it out, and Count Paris is taking over. So, yep. either way, it'll leave for an interesting episode. Yeah, and. Uh, I know originally last week we talked about there only being six episodes, but now on IMDb there's actually... Shows that there will be episode seven, so update on that. They only added seven? 
Yes. So if we go back and we go to all of, so if you guys go to IMDb and check it out, they'll show you all the episodes. And it's listed that they go up to episode 10, but they only have dates for episode 6, which is July 22nd, and episode 7, which is July 29th. So we know that we are going to July 29th. Who knows if they're going to finish out the season since Mm -hmm. they already finished filming all of it. I'm assuming they'll probably finish it out because they had the full order. For yeah, it. that would... Um, just sorry, chime in here, but checking on a website, it says that they're... On this website, at least, it says there's seven episodes in the total season. Oh, okay. there's seven. So we just found out there's another website that says that there's only seven. So if anything changes other than that, we'll keep you posted, but yep. it seems that seven is going to be the max rather than six. So. so either way, we'll be here next week. We'll be here next week, <laughs> and then maybe the week after, but... Thank you guys for continually tuning in, and um, we will see you next time. Again, my name is Candace Cruz, and you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and all of my social media at Candace R. Cruz. And I'm Olivia Gabre, the real OG, the real underscore O underscore G. All right, bye guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 